Hello, hello, beautiful Fill Your Cup family, and welcome back to another episode of Fill Your Cup. Today's episode is a beautiful episode with my soul sister, Elisa. You will probably hear slightly the same intro again because I have a few announcements before I um, let the episode roll. It is so, so potent, so magical. Um, If you haven't listened to two of Elisa's episodes on Fill Your Cup, clearly I'm obsessed with her. I highly recommend you do so just so you can go ingest more of her magic, more of her energy. Um, But today's episode is super juicy. We are jamming on the energy of Gemini season. So again, you'll probably hear slightly the same intro in a little bit here, but I have a couple announcements for you. Number one, this Friday, May 22nd, this is going out Wednesday the 20th. So Wednesday, or excuse me, Friday the 22nd, I am hosting a new moon ceremony for beautiful heart-centered women that want to gather and express whatever they are moving through during this new moon energy, during this new Gemini season energy, during all of this like retrograde energy that we got going on. I have 11 spaces open for any, again, women that are interested in gathering in a safe space, in a safe, supportive space to express, to clear energy, to integrate new energy, and just to connect deeper with their soul's essence. So that is number one. That is on Friday. It is an $11 exchange. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, hit me up over on Instagram, um, either at I am Emily Marie or the Fill Your Cup podcast. Um, or if Instagram doesn't work, shoot me an email at the Fill Your Cup podcast. Everything will be in the show notes. So that is number one. Number two um, is another offering that I have that I'm very excited to share with everybody, um, with my soul family community. Again, this is for heart-centered women. Um, and these are my soul embodiment sessions. These are 90-minute one-on-one deep dive where we go all of the places wherever you are needing support mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, I am there as an intuitive channel to open that safe space, to hold safe and supportive space for both our highest self energies to come through so that we can co-create whatever energy, magic, and healing is going to be most potent for you in that moment. Not only do I call in, you know, both of our highest self energy for that activation, but also angel spirits are guides, our ascended masters, just our spirit teams, all of those higher vibrational energies available for us, again, in that very co-creative, just intimate space for those soul embodiment sessions. Um, We pull cards, I take you through meditations, I take you through um, different experiences. No one session has been the same as I've been doing them these past couple of weeks, and I am just so freaking excited. So if you are interested, if this sounds something you're interested in, soul embodiment sessions, you know, just really getting clear on what is blocking you right now in your energy field so that you can release it, so that you can come fuller into alignment with your soul so you can embody more of your soul's essence, which is going to magnetize a life to you of abundance, freedom, and flow. So I'm so freaking excited for those. And then 
um, I guess I should say, please reach out, you know, all of the places, like I said, Instagrams or an email, if that works for you, um, whatever feels good. And then lastly, if you could please, 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 if you love today's episode, um, take a minute, if you could, to just leave a rating, a review. Um, you know, I would love these episodes to get into more ears of more listeners of more beautiful um just soul family all of us have really similar stories um all of us have really similar experiences sharing our stories is really healing Uh, being able to hear other people's experiences is so freaking healing it almost just like gives ourselves the permission to be like oh i'm not the fucking only one dealing with this so that is like I really would love this podcast to get into as many ears as possible so that we can really spread that mission of just like owning your soul expression, owning your own truth, whatever that is for you, Um, owning your own story. There's so much power in that. And so I would, again, just love if you can leave a rating, a review. Um, Maybe if you are like really jamming with the episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot, tag me over at I am Emily Marie or at the Fill Your Cup podcast on Instagram. I will make sure to um, share that tag you and make sure that you know I feel your love. I see your love. Um, So, yes, that is all that uh, the announcements that I have for you. This episode, again, is so freaking fun. Please, please enjoy. And I can't wait to just like keep connecting and keep sharing these awesome like magic episodes with you because just the energy of what is shifting right now, these episodes have been absolute magic. So many more to come. Cannot wait again for you to listen to this so I could keep talking, talking, talking. I am not going to anymore. Enjoy today's episode. We will connect again soon, Fill Your Cup family. Hello, beautiful Fill Your Cup family, and welcome back to another episode of Fill Your Cup. You can hear me laughing. You can already hear my energy. I am just so lit up this morning. It is like only eight in the morning, Um, but so lit up because I have the beautiful Alisa Alisa Rose back. (laughs) You guys remember her? Like we had a two-part episode and I pronounced her name wrong the entire time until the last five minutes of the second part of the the episode. Yeah, Yeah, this is Alisa. She is back and we are back in business. So freaking excited to be here talking to you all about the energy of the new season upon us. Um, Gemini season is what I'm talking about, y'all. And it's really special because you got two Geminis up in the house talking all about Gemini season. And like, as you can tell, it's just, we're already feeling the energy. It feels so fun. And so um, I'm going to stop talking. I'm just going to give it right on over to Alisa and just like, what's up, girl? How have you been? How you feeling? Well, together, this Gemini love affair, we're already, like, emitting, like, (laughs) double dose of Gemini qualities of, like, fairy dust, just of (laughs) laughter and giggles and lightness and effervescence. We're like champagne. Just all the bubbles, right? Mm. And if you don't drink, then LaCroix. (laughs) (laughs) In a fancy-ass glass. But uh, also, we're information 
course (laughs) (laughs) with like okay I'm looking at my laptop right now this is such a Gemini thing or gem uh like if you have mercury and Gemini too like your brain works in a Gemini way I have one two three four five six seven eight nine tabs open alone on the internet browser on my laptop not including the phone. <laughs> I was just gonna say I don't even. How many wanna, do you have? <laughs> I don't even want to like count or admit it. I can see, like, not even opening anything or popping anything up. There's like three Safari windows with probably like at least each. five tabs <laughs> each. And then that's how we roll. That's yeah. how we do it. That's oh, how sure. our brains go because we're like doing one thing and then we're like oh wait a minute I need to go to and research it from this point thing and then you go on a tangent and like have five tabs open all of a sudden because oh you just God. want to like even just for like we're like researching like Gemini new moon you're like new moon ceremony ideas and then oh Pinterest boards I oh was- and I can look it up there tarot card readings oh interpretation of that card reading maybe maybe because I don't know but I should look out the more information yeah that's Gemini we're just fairies of information butterfly someone um she does a shamanic astrology she's like the totem of of Gemini season is like the butterfly just fluttering to information to information information flower to flower oh my god oh my god I love (laughs) I have so many things to say I don't even remember what I was gonna say I fucking love you (laughs) first of all hello everyone can you hear her and her energy like if you did not listen to part one and two just go on and ingest all of her magic um everything Elisa is about um as you can tell, lots about astrology. She is the practical mystic. Um, So in this episode, you're just, yeah, you're going to be hearing all about practical tips for Gemini season, you know, especially if um, like us, we're Geminis, we were talking like before this call, like, like physically, like, how are you feeling? I'm like, fuck, like I've been like having a really hard time breathing. Lisa was like, yo, my heart's been palpitating. And we're like, whoa, let's check in. Are we dying? And then (laughs) Lisa was like, no, let's bring it back and uh do you want to just share so um i yeah, guess i'll go honey I'll yeah go. <laughs> why why i'm saying this why i'm bringing it up because if you have gemini in your chart if you have like even elisa is going to speak on this so much more than i can but like everyone is affected in a different way and like me and her being like full on you know we got lots of gemini up in here um we are feeling this shit so it is important mm-hmm. to know because one, <laughs> you're not dying. Two, you're not going crazy. Three, you're just like really, how am I trying to say this? You are really understanding yourself at a different level. And instead of like going so all over the place, how can you center in and understand and learn yourself better to like nourish yourself during these times? Yeah, and I'm going to be giving you some practical self-care tips for Gemini season and for Geminis in general. Those who are probably feeling the most effects are Gemini suns, moons, and risings. And uh, we're also having a, or if you have a stellium, meaning you have a, a shit ton of planets close together in Gemini. And we're feeling more Gemini archetypal energy more than ever because there's big current transits happening. One is that the lunar nodes of, of destiny have shifted from Cancer and Capricorn just a few weeks ago mm. to Gemini and Sagittarius. So there's some karmic upgraded shit happening in Gemini land. 
um, the north nodes there, which is like where we're blossoming and growing into. So, and I'm, and it's in the late degrees because the the nodes always go backwards; they're retrograde the all all the time. Mm. And so it starts in like the 29 degrees and goes to like zero, right through a mm. through a sign. And so my my sun sign of in Gemini is like at 27 degrees. So I'm feeling it the node shit now mm-hmm. like it's all like happening right there and I'm like hey <laughs> yours which is earlier in Gemini season so you're gonna be feeling it later in the next year uh one of our friends her birthday is more at the beginning of June she's gonna be feeling it next like it'll be like right on her on her shit in like next winter because oh. the nodes are like, take a year and a half to move through a sign Oh shit. So depending on how early and late your birthday is or your moon or whatever is in Gemini, right. it will you will feel at a different point. I'm feeling it now, so I'll let you all know how it goes once it's like past me a bit more. Uh, I can definitely tell like I'm like some upgrade shit's happening. I don't know what. I can yeah. literally feel the retrograde things because there's other retrograde planets happening in Gemini too, like Venus. Venus is at <laughs> 20 started going retrograde at 20 degrees um uh, in gemini and next to two asteroids which people don't always talk about right next to they're kissing they're making out they're merged <laughs> together with the asteroids hygia and uh vesta so together that's vesta is all about devotion and focus that priestess like energy um, and then hygia is holistic healing and health and then <sighs> Venus is all about love, beauty, romance, but also the feminine and va- your values, your worth, your relationship to money, relationships and money. It's sacral <sighs> chakra work and heart chakra work to me. And you may be feeling these themes of, so in combination with Gemini, um, there's a few things. One, if you're just having prominent placements here, you're gonna feel extra retrograde action. So earlier, like in my uh, Instagram stories, I may, I have shared my, I was feeling, cause you were like, how are you feeling with the retrograde? I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I'm fucking weird. Like, this is, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a literal physical retrograde is happening. Cause like the way you could describe mm-hmm. retrograde is when you're on, in a car on the freeway and all of a sudden, your another car slowly accelerates past your car and you look mm-hmm. over and you feel really weird and trippy like your stomach drops out a little bit because you're like am i going backwards <laughs> especially if you're like in the back seat or the passenger and you have no control of the wheel yeah. right you're like what is happening <laughs> i know i'm going forward but i feel like i'm going what even like if your brain's like what the fuck and it's like <laughs> trying to recalibrate and you're just feeling weird and funky as fuck right <laughs> So that's a retrograde because it looks like the plant's going backwards or you're going backwards comparison, but you're not. It's just a perspective shit. Mm. And, uh, but retrogrades basically are a time to rethink, redo. It's all the rewords, um, review. What other rewords are there? <laughs> Renew. <laughs> replenish. Yeah. Re- all that. <laughs> anyone else just hit us up with your read <laughs> like no, <laughs> but 
all around the themes of basically apply Gemini and apply Venus qualities, basically. So that'd be the, we're thinking about your voice, storytelling, sacral, sacral chakra and heart chakra healing, re, uh, regulating your nervous system because Gemini physically uh, is associated and rules your part of your nervous system and your respiratory system. So you said you were having breath issues, like you couldn't breathe well and deep. Yeah. Or it's high, like maybe fight or flight kind of breathing because it's all in your chest and it's hard to breathe deep, perhaps. Yeah. I don't know. You tell me more. You know, but it's, that's related. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's, I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's just everything you're saying is literally like what's happening in my life. I'm like, um, okay, money. Um, what else did you say? Money, holistic healing, devotion, all of the things, and like just circling back so I don't get like too far off tangent because, you know, like how far I can go um, in my chest how it's feeling I'm just like having to take like a deeper breath it's not necessarily at least I haven't thought that it's like the fight or flight however when you say that like I'm even gonna take a deep breath right now because I can't even feel my breath like it's just higher and fluttery in comparison yeah. to just like a deep like and sometimes like it may be your diaphragm or like you have stomach tension perhaps too so it can also uh constrict your breath flow too depending on if you do have tummy tension and which is common for a lot of women because we've been told for at least a century if not longer to suck in your stomach because prior to that they had corsets to suck it in for you mm. uh, but there's a lot of like belly tension particularly for femme-bodied people um which i find is uh, especially when i was teaching yoga full-time like even for myself, like just, it's being, it's being uncomfortable to like, just let your belly get big and allowing that to be soft is mm. okay. Mm. Side tangent, but it relates. So because, potent. You know, yeah. Venus is like beauty and like self-worth and, or like worthiness um, stories and money stories and relating to like your pleasure and self-care and self-love and um sensuality womb work like that mm. venus has just like the planets in general just have a bunch of key words and it's like how does the keywords apply to you and what's going on in your life it's bringing mm. up these themes and then you can pick and pull and then with gemini on top of that there's a lot of like within the those venusian themes and then it's also applied with a layer of how is it affecting your voice your nervous system stories and storytelling um also like brother and sisterhood wounds because gemini in the or the third house relates to like peer-to-peer -peer, your immediate environment and relationships with people and it's associated also with like your siblings mm. so we can apply this to like for me it's been bringing up sisterhood wounds and like my relationship to women in general because i've and i even brought up this to my husband like two nights ago like how I was bullied a lot in grade school and junior high. But then as I grew up, my relationship with women, being bullied by women and like the frenemies also have been binging on Gossip Girl. <laughs> man, is there some wounded shit there? <laughs> wounded feminine sisterhood wounds. I'm like, so I was telling him about them. He's like, damn, girls are I'm like, no, well, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I'm like sharing mine. Like, yeah, I definitely had my frenemies back in grade school and junior high. And like, it was not cool. And 
yeah it was pretty bad but so it's been bringing up those kind of stories and um but also yeah so those are like and then you just apply that on top of each other and blend it all together then you can see how it affects you in your actual life area if you know your birth time or close approximation and you can see what uh life area i.e house this is all happening Mm -hmm. for me this is happening in the sixth house that's where my gemini lives sixth house which is the realm of daily work and wellness routines (laughs) health shit um i've also been confronting like consistency oh this uh like creating consistency not only in like spirituality and work but like physical health too Mm -hmm. like i've been hate i've been really avoidant of I don't want to like meal prep or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like, I don't want to work out, day, like have a morning routine. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's bringing up some shit around that. And um, I think for me, it's like karmic shit because the nose in particular is bringing that up. But yeah, or like you could, even like the, for me, like if you had to have a Gemini six house, you could bring up like daily self-care routines that you do. Mm. that would be a totally venus retrograde um theme perhaps um if you have it like in the first house like you're a gemini rising these are all going to be more applied to like your body your physical body you may be feeling more the respiratory shit happening or the nervous system being more fluttery than normal and like nervous and anxious more than normal Mm. um or hand and wrist issues that see gemini also physically rules your shoulders your arms hands and fingers mm. and uh as of gemini also in the sixth you may feel it also more physical stuff in the sixth house because that's a, a health house mm. i have shitty wrists <laughs> so that can be um i wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden like nerve issues in your hands come up mm. or we're just wanting to take care of your hands more like we talk with our hands as gemini yes i know we really fucking we're very vata vata and ayurveda like we are all air sign talking with our hands we're all up in our heads and uh but using your hands taking care of your hands and fingers will be good wrist circles get a manicure or cuticle take care of your cuticles at home because you can't go to a manicure salon which or you don't want to spend the money uh soak your fingers in some oils oil water yes please but other things you can do with your hands that would help with um for self-care that's gemini style would be like anything to recalibrate the nervous system like through breath work which is also associated with the respiratory system breath work yes to relieve that stress and anxiety so you can get grounded and calm focusing though on the inhaled breath in particular i think it's called box breathing where you you focus on really filling up your low, your whole belly with air, uh, like the whole capacity, not just like, I breathe deep. It's like fill up the front and the back with air kind of thing because uh, Gemini rules the inhaled breath. Sagittarius is the exhaled breath. Oh my God. Ha-ha. I, I, like, <laughs> I just need to tell you that my, my man is a Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. So like, Am I feeling all of this like 10 times more intensely because also he's Sagittarius and his energy is just like being like affected right now? Definitely he's being affected, particularly of the because there's a lot of Gemini and Sagittarius are always the polar opposites. So they're like a they're like a complementary colors. They're always like oh there's God. always a relationship to each other. 
And wow. what affects one will affect the other. And so because there's a shit ton happening in Gemini, plus the south nodes and Sagittarius, they're going to feel it together. And imbalances can happen either way. Wow. Sometimes um, if as like a Gemini, we're not in the highest expression of Gemini, we get into like the low expression of Sagittarius sometimes. Oh or, or, or it can help to like, or if we're in the low expression, sometimes it can be helpful to like go to the opposite sign to help us remind us like and get us back into balance. So they're always playing with each other um and they do relate interesting mm -hmm. you i have no idea i'm like mind blown over here and it's just like connecting so many of those gemini dots in my head i'm like yeah well that makes sense well, there's always a pair there's always a pair like aries and libra always a pair like they're mm -hmm. always relating to each other taurus and scorpio gemini sag cancer capricorn virgo pisces they mm -hmm. always relate to each other and like hold similar qualities but expressed in more extroverted and then inter and introverted ways or like more at a small and then one's at a high, like mm -hmm. low and high. like there's different, they, they have a core essence that's the same, but then how they express it's different. Mm. Like, um, Gemini is more like we're information nerds. Like we are just gathering all the information <laughs> around us and like they, in pop astrology, they're like, Gemini is just the socialite who's shallow bitches. <laughs> and like two faced. And it's Did like, you say pop astrology? Yeah. yeah, that's, some, yeah that's, what, <laughs> that's what some uh, astrologists call it because it's like, it's so freaking true. <laughs> and uh, we just go, like, and I'm like, I never related to this horoscopes that talked about Gemini's that way. I'm like, I'm not that way at all. I don't like people, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm dependable. <laughs> I hate parties. And it's true. <laughs> and, but I can be, when I feel safe, my Capricorn yeah. doesn't have to like come, like the stoic, bit, cold bitch face doesn't have to like <laughs> default mode, which is my Capricorn rising. When I feel safe, then I can be like the super bubbly, effervescent person like yeah. we are having right now. That's like more my Gemini Jupiter side. It's so funny. But I'm like then, literally like, like when I don't want to like be around people either, but like get me in a safe space with people I love. Like let's like whoa, let's chat. <laughs> but we like the social situations perhaps yeah. because we like to gather the information and stories around people. Hmm. We have a power of storytelling or gathering stories as well, or writing about stories. And uh, but we just want to gather the information around us in our immediate sphere, and it's more like we have a power of peer-to-peer -peer learning and peer-to-peer -peer teaching. So if, like for Gemini, like a leadership model style would be more of like, um, so FYI, my master's was in arts leadership. So I did take courses <laughs> on different leadership management styles. Yeah, so I'm not pulling this out of my ass completely. <laughs> but we'd be more geared to like set up a, like Knights of the Round Table, like a circle form of, um, of a business or, or a program style. Like I want to learn from you and you mm -hmm. share your insights, you share your insights. I'll be the facilitator. Mm -hmm. And I used to do that a lot with teacher training. Like we would do it that way. We all sit in a literal circle and I facilitate the training. I'm not necessarily lecturing at you. That's more of like the Sagittarius side. Like I'm the guru and the master teacher and I will share with you my insights. Oh, and my God. I look at it from above. I've seen the whole broad view of things. And now let me tell you what I've gathered and learned. And Gemini's like, this is what I heard. This is what I learned from over here. What about you? Tell me about your insights. Mm. And so we can pull from both. Like Sagittarius loves knowledge and information. 
Gemini is more information oriented and Sagittarius is more knowledge oriented and, mm. and truth oriented. Like I want to know the deep search around and explore why I exist. Interesting. And then Gemini is more like, let's connect the little details and dots together and wow. to create the knowledge. Wow. Um, so I carry both because my moon's in Sagittarius. So I definitely am. Um, <laughs> I'm like tripping over here. Yeah. here. You're like literally explaining my entire life, everything. I mean, my relationship to a T with Sagittarius, like, and it's like not, he's like, well, I know everything, but it's definitely that energy of like, well, this and this. And I'm like, <laughs> and, and then um, everything that you're saying about, I mean, just in my experience for um, the energy of Venus and Gemini and all that, like the uh, everything for self-worth coming up for me right now. And I mean, I'm going mm-hmm. through my own journey of really like, owning my own story, which is like so beautiful. I, you guys, everything she said, like, I really didn't know the in-depth of this. So I'm like mind blown of how fucking accurate, like just everything that Elisa just like shared with us, because it's even over the past two weeks and you can attest to this too, um, watching me, you know, in RLA and just like what I've been deepening into is my femininity is owning and accepting my, like my physical body. And it's so funny bringing it back to like the tight stomach and the breath. I think that I am finally allowing myself to just like be in my body like actually I even like felt my stomach right now even expand more like I was like kind of holding it in and so that's really really interesting and in fact something I'll share kind of I think at towards the end of the episode is my experience with Elisa's um shadow alchemy journey that I took and um it was again another like fucking acid trip so very excited to share it with you (laughs) but um you were the first person ever to introduce me to that type of breathing. Like I've done breath work where it's like inhale in, in your diaphragm or inhale your tummy, inhale your belly, fart. Right. But it's fast. Right. Like, right. It doesn't always, it can also trip people up to be like almost hyperventilating sometimes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, to me, like if it's a fast pace, like belly, heart, like it, it doesn't focus on like that doesn't get you necessarily in the parasympathetic state the yeah. rest digest heal state but it's good for like release and liberation yeah. also it definitely like, tonifies your gut <laughs> <laughs> but uh it just has a different uh reason for it whereas where i did the three-part breath because i want you to really focus on building up your whole basically lung capacity with air Ah. and most people breathe mostly from their chest still and this is from my singing days so I I know this uh, and like do they the chest moves all the time when they inhale exhale and that's the fight or flight breath like Mm -hmm. it's using the upper respiratory system we want to use the whole enchilada so to speak (laughs) and it feels like you're I had to say this with some other person months ago when I got, when I actually could work with people one-on-one <laughs> in person. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know there's a lot of tension in your low belly and you're not breathing down there. Like it's not moving. So mm-hmm. I want you to make your like low belly where you like your womb is like where your belly button is. I want that to inflate and you look like you're four months pregnant. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like let it get big, breathe down there. And it's like, I feel like I'm breathing from my vagina. Yes, <laughs> yes you are. You inhale from your vajayjay. Like that's, <laughs> I mean, people back in my singing days, they'd say that all the time, like breathe from your hoo-ha. 
Oh my God. I love it. And you know, oh no, I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry. So funny. Um, just saying like the, it's kind of like uh, going against the grain, letting your stomach go out that much, uh-huh. right? And then bringing up that self-worth of appearance and being judged and bringing up all of shame. And so I think that loops mm-hmm. so beautifully into what you were saying too about sisterhood wounds. Because I yeah. kid y'all not, I've had the same situation, like Elisa was saying, like, I don't, I didn't even know she was experiencing this, but like the same like kind of wounding and experience come up the past week, like just out of nowhere, it comes into my thoughts of like me getting so fucking hurt by these girls in like sixth grade. I yeah. don't even remember what the fuck I did. It was like one day we were like all- I did nothing. Exactly. Like one day we were all hanging out. The next day, nobody talked to me. And like, this is actually the first time like I'm saying it and it feels really good to say that. Um, It's, and like from that point on, and I'm sure there was experiences even before sixth grade, but like, I want everyone who's listening, especially- women because I feel that's who we're talking a lot to here heart-centered beautiful women and for any men of course this is a safe space for you to feel and and just journey yourself whatever you want to dig back into but like go back into those times like was it sixth grade middle school whatever when you were like fucking burned by people when like you know you did not feel safe around like another girl like you were again like maybe a best friend and then the next day like no explanation it was just done like where did you start to just get wounded around even maybe just relationship it doesn't necessarily have to be sisterhood right you were saying it's sisterhood brotherhood any of it like you're really like especially if it's more divine masculine yeah mm, stories that are being brought up like your relationship to men in general you know, and, um, brotherhood wounds, like, you know, do I trust my brother Hmm. to be there for me? Maybe, maybe not. Or do I trust brothers more than sisters? Like that, Mm -hmm. any of those kind of stories. And, um, what could be brought up is like, you actually just sharing your stories now, like Mm -hmm. you, we are doing like podcasting super Gemini (laughs) (laughs) and we're, cause we're sharing from, I'm sharing my story, my perspective. And then you share back and like, we learn from each other in that way. Yeah, and it's and a great Gemini self care when we are sharing these like really emotional deep stories. Finally, um, <laughs> one way to like literally use your hands and also regulate your nervous system. Double dose of mm-hmm. kill two birds with one stone mm-hmm. thing is to do EFT tapping, mm-hmm. and you naturally actually do this already to yourself. No, <laughs> you already tap your chest, and I'm like, she's doing a little tapping. Does she even know? <laughs> I know. I have no fucking idea. I just you like are already doing it. I noticed it on some other call that we were on, and I'm like, she tapped it. <laughs> oh my god! And I tapping like even just um, Emily tap tends to tap her right above the lower collarbone, and that's one of the tapping points in EFT tapping that you go to. And it's like also great to think of like opening up your heart space, your heart mm-hmm. chakra, and it re- helps to regulate and tonify your vagus nerve. Mm. Your vagus nerve runs just look it up honey vagal tone vagus nerve okay like it runs through your whole fucking body through all of your organs it's deeply tied into your gut which Mm -hmm. right it's like that's what the mind body rather the mind and brain Mm -hmm. the brain and gut connection is from that vagal nerve 
mm. running through all your organs and it's in your heart and it's all the it's interweaves everywhere and it's what helps you regulate you back from fight or flight to um the safety from the parasymp from sympathetic's response to the parasympathetic response it's what helps you vacillate between the two mm -hmm. and the faster you can vacillate you have the stronger your vagal tone is so you're able to recuperate and recover faster from trauma or triggers than before and a lot of people who are stuck in thought loops or ptsd tend to have uh things of that nature like tend to, tend to have low vagal tone and there's actually there's like science is like making like electric shock almost like to trigger your nerve that the vagus nerve like there's like things they put in you to like trigger it to respond faster if you have um low vagal tone anyway but tapping can help do that because you're like you're like hello wake up <laughs> i'm just like i'd rather fucking tap than be electrically shocked <laughs> like so i don't know what it technically does it's, it's something like it stimulates it and it's like a I don't know a chip or something but that, there are things like that if for yeah for the sciency purposes but you can tap it and eft tapping actually is more of triggering um different acupressure points or your the meridians the energy lines in chinese medicine in your body and um there's a lot of, out, of information out there on youtube or even pinterest of tapping points but they're at the top of your head your inner eyebrow outer outer eyebrow underneath your eye you're like almost like your cheekbone right under the eye under your nose, chin, collarbone, and side of your ribs, bra line, basically. Like those are the main points that we tend to go to. But there's other points like your karate chop point, the side of your palm, your inner wrist, even certain fingertips hmm. are other points that you can tap on. But it's a way for you to use your hands and talk through the big feelings and emotions and stories that are coming up. And you can just finally let it release while at the same time you are basically recovering your nervous system around that story. So it's not triggering the nervous response anymore. That's and then you can, on top of that, do subconscious rewriting of your brain about that story. You're like, thank you for t like, you're t speaking through like whatever emotion and like, okay, like the bullying. Mm -hmm. um, we tap through the points and talking about our story with the bullying. Like it made me feel so low. Like I can't trust people. I can't trust girls. They're going to, they're gonna they're after me i don't know why they're just mistrustful and then after a point when you feel like your nervous system is calming down the story's winding down you're like i see that but now it's time to change the story and you start to like question re question the story itself like what if women aren't like that what if we've just been taught and conditioned that what if they were wounded themselves and they were acting out on me i'm ready to change the story i choose to change the story even though i've gone through these things i still am worthy i can trust women like I can trust in women that can be dependable and like you can start to rewire your brain and subconscious to not stay in those thought loops anymore or to stay in those trigger loops, but also maybe your friend group shifts because you're not seeking out subconsciously the women that have were basically like your sixth grade tormentors anymore, mm -hmm. potentially. If that's like some, if that's still being replayed in your life, some right. of us have, aren't that way anymore. Like we don't have friend groups that way, but or maybe for myself, it's coming up in that I don't like to network, particularly with women. I don't initiate mm. because I don't believe there's a, uh, now it's more conscious <laughs> because I feel like they're not going to follow through and they're not going to be there for me. And like relationships with men, women is very transitory. Mm. And also this kind of like goes back to even like living in Japan and being like a Navy kid, like 
Mm. You know, like friendships go really fast and they, they change up and you only have a few months with them maybe. And so relationships with women is like just transitioning and they maybe it'll last for a year, a few months, but they're going to go away. So why put in the effort if they're <sighs> not going to put in the effort? Mm. And uh, yeah, I can feel my heart pulsing a little bit harder because it's like, What's like those are some of my current wounds, but then that relates to like business. Like I'm not going to reach out or promote other women or other business owners because like, mm. unless they initiate first, because mm -hmm. I don't trust that they're going to they don't give a shit about me basically. Mm. And, uh, but we can like tap through that and like, I forgot even why I brought that up, but no, it's important probably I, to hear that yeah, story. thousand <laughs> percent. Like, can I share my yeah. experience kind of like what's coming up for me is like, and it's not the same, but I can see how this has played a story in my life when like I lost my mom, that was like my divine feminine and like my just like kind of like femininity and my like physical appearance of femininity. So when she left and like that heart space, right? So when she left, I was like so fucking like, oh my God, I just closed off my heart. I closed off my connection to like my physical, just like appearance, like my, my femininity. I went into a shell obviously I was still a girl, but like, I would be like an over masculine girl, like playing as many sports as I can, like dressing, like, like a tomboy and just like all of those things. Right. And then like you were saying, like being abandoned by women, um, or like having those friends for a short time, like after my mom passed, it was all of these like really cool nannies and they were like young and like cute and like started to like, you know, like make us feel good again, but then they would go, go. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, and nanny's not going to be with us forever. I, I get that. And it's just like, but it was like that figure of a woman, like just leaving my life each yeah. and every time. And then like, I know I'm in a safe space to express this. And then when my dad got remarried and I've healed a lot of my relationship with my stepmom, there's still a lot to go, but like, that wasn't the best example for me to like blossom into my like divine feminine. It was more of like, let's put you deeper in a shell and cut your self-expression off even more. And yeah. so this has like really come up for me right now. And a big piece of me rewriting this is like, we've been saying sharing our story and like a deeper level for that for me is like, like literally like pictures and sharing and like from that deep level of like I need to get this out of myself for my own healing and in the hopes of like mm -hmm. if anyone else is experiencing it, and I know this is why you share your stuff too and like why we get on a podcast and like share all this information like you are not alone going through any of the things you're going through and like you know whatever's coming up for you right now like especially around this like it's not necessarily like, don't go down the, like, don't go get stuck in the rabbit hole. Like you have to look at what's coming up, but don't like get stuck there. It's like so possible. Like Elisa was saying, like in the moment to shift that belief. And it's not easy like to look at. And a lot of the stuff like that's coming up is like really triggering. Like, yes, like we're both experiencing this. We know too, but like we have the choice to stay stuck in these stories or we have the choice to like rewrite and like, feel safe and it's funny I don't even know I tap my heart like ever you do. 
so many, so many of you, like you beautiful women are like, do you know that you top your heart? I'm like, I have no idea. Or I'm like, I like, I'm rubbing on it. You rub on it. Yeah. You are like, <laughs> you're doing like basic EFT tapping and you don't even know. No. And <laughs> but no. you do, you do on a subconscious level, or maybe like you knew that in like a past life and you like know how to like do that already to regulate yourself. And that's like, I love that you said that because that's absolutely a feeling like when I do that, it's like, I know I'm opening up my heart. I know I'm opening up to mm-hmm. a safer space without even knowing what the fuck, you know, I'm doing. Um, and it's a way to remother yourself. Like yeah. a lot of caretakers, we, you know, when our kids are sad, I know that I do this with, you know, usually depending on how you're holding the child, you usually rub their back, but it's their upper back, most likely like the back space of the heart. And you're like doing it in the front space because it's honestly hard to do that to yourself in the back. <laughs> yes. Unless you have really flexible arms. But it's a way to self-soothe and like really open up the chest and feel safe and reparent and remother yourself. Mm. And a lot of the self-expression of stories is throat chakra clearing. Like this is a perfect mm. Gemini self-care practical thing is literally sharing your story and speaking it out or writing it out through journaling or automatic writing is a great Gemini um even just stream of consciousness, get the story out, mm-hmm. express it out, even if you can't necessarily do it with a person. Or even um, someone did this, she did an IGTV and she shared her poetry, like mm-hmm. just challenging herself in, a, in as much safety as possible, but still allowing you to push the envelope a little bit mm-hmm. with expression and clearing the throat. But you can also do this through chant, through song, uh, through just even like lip buzzing, just getting like vocalizing or having an audible vocalized sigh also not only because it clears the throat chakra but the vibration of the sound also reverberates and vibrates the vagal tone the vagus nerve so it stimulates you to go back into the parasympathetic rest digest heal state so that it's not just woo-woo it's also practical for your nervous system to get regulated and while at the same time processing stories while rewiring your brain and the subconscious about these stories and uh, you can also do Reiki, mm. Reiki with your hands on yourself, like feel the energy, like energy balls in your hand and like placing them over your body um, can be really cool energy healing for yourself during this time. Um, a lot of Geminis tend to be also really uh, curious about Kundalini yoga, but can get mm-hmm. a little ungrounded at times. But what's great is that they do use hand and mudra movements. So mudras are totally a Gemini thing too, because we love to talk with our hands, right? But that could be a way to like, I don't know, how, if you want to use that, you can use mudras or like Kundalini uses mudras plus chanting, plus breath work mm-hmm. and arm, usually a lot of arm work, <laughs> strong shoulders and arms from Kundalini. Yeah. So those can be some great things, but also using essential oils can help us when we're processing all this, like, um, our nervous system like lavender bergamot chamomile and there's definitely or eucalyptus and peppermint for respiratory health like especially if you're feeling like the shallow breathing like you've been Mm. um could be helpful maybe with lavender to help calm at the same time there's different there's so many different modes of healing it's just kind of finding what works for you and these are more of the gemini things also other things to consider at this time, especially if you're getting more anxious and nervous while processing the stories or just in general, and you don't even have the space to process stories, mm-hmm. um, is to lower stimulant intake physically and energetically and electronically. Mm. Physically, it'd be like, lower your caffeine intake, uh, having a more regular set rhythm of food and of meals 
without overstimulating environments. Like we like, Gemini's probably like to eat standing up while doing something and watching TV. Damn it. You're like, I know I do it to myself too. I do it too. I do it too. And (laughs) it's hard. Like, we like to like keep our minds busy. So it's like, I want to watch something, see my writing age while I'm doing this. And I mean, it's just something to be aware of. I'm like saying like, don't do it anymore, but it will help calm the nervous system a bit, especially if it's affecting your gut health or things of that nature like just allowing space and like consuming cooked vegetables it's like a vata regimen for people Mm -hmm. like not doing a raw vegan thing for for gemini's doesn't isn't always helpful uh for your nervous system so like cooked foods maybe a little higher in fat uh to help nourish your brain and nervous system with a myelin sheath we want to always coat those nerves want to make sure we got all the nutrients to make sure the nerve system works well and uh yeah think of vata dosha balancing mm. that if i'm sure there's some ayurvedic nerds out here <laughs> i mean following yeah, that's definitely you. how i i started so that was like the beginning of all of my journeys i'm sure there's still some people out there um but yeah, thank you for all of that because it's so funny. I literally was like finding myself today. I'm like, li- before we got on here writing my knit journal, I'm like, okay, Emily, slow down. You are over consuming in the sense of like um, technology. Like yeah. I've, I literally yesterday deleted Facebook and Instagram all day long as I was doing my work or else I would just be like scrolling and like getting all of this information and I feel like so much more right now um and like information overload overload overwhelm because our we're the peripheral nervous system we're like gathering all this unconscious information around us to make sure we're like safe or like what's around us like and we're not we get overwhelmed because we're not even conscious of all the stuff that we're soaking in yeah and then it's just like damn my brain so maybe it's setting timers for ourselves or certain boundaries for ourselves around technology or um, even like aura clearing or cord cutting if it's more energetic shit that you're taking on that's not yours um if it's not even or even turning off your wi-fi if it's like and shifting like light sources like from blue and green light sources to more the red tones that are better for our thyroid and hormonal health things of that nature like we're more we're very sensitive to all that Mm, like do you guys see how many like see or like can hear how many different like just like intricacies there are and like not to overwhelm yourself with like oh I have to switch this 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 right like because that's definitely where my brain can go like well I have to do all of these things it's like no like Elise was saying like pick what like feels good for you and like maybe just try one and then the next day like maybe add something else like really it's you know um it's all up to your discretion and all of these things are going to make you feel less weird during these times yeah i feel like for gemini the big one is breath work is the biggest would be the biggest help for multiple things and oral eft tapping more journaling like those three to me like I hate journaling though as a Gemini I do not like it (laughs) unless I'm really overwhelmed with emotions but uh I generally don't so like to me those are the big three though that can be the most healing and can get more things done at once uh for Gemini's Mm -hmm. I would go with those three for sure if like I had to break it down 
okay. the top three. I love that. Thank you for kind of, I mean, obviously there's so much juice. Everyone's just like, take all of the notes you can, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like that, that's beautiful journaling, EFT tapping and breath work. I really love that. I'm, um, I'm excited. I think I'm definitely going to, I've been doing more breath work just again, intuitively. I'm like, I need to like calm my breath down and like get into my body. Um, but the um, tapping, I'm definitely going to add that in because I feel like obviously intuitively I'm doing it. Um, so we'll see like yeah. when I actually like put my body and my mind together, what can happen. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And you can do the breath work with it. There's different ways you can EFT tap. I mean, we're at this point in the 21st century that we're like <laughs> basically creating our own healing modalities from within and fusing it with outside sources too. And like, I like to do EFT tapping with making sure you do like breath work with it, or at least having like intentional breath to release like those emotions and uh, to help you l literally regulate the system mm. around those stories. So like, especially when it's getting into a really peak state of the story and you're tapping, taking a deep breath, like we do, like you, you naturally do it. Mm -hmm. um, but being more really intentional with that and like sealing and beginning with a few breaths can be great. And then shoot. And if you want to channel and do a light song with it, some light languaging, then there you go into that zone too. Like you can, I mean, that's what I've been thinking for myself. I'm like, there's, there's something here with the EFT tapping, reprogramming and light language and something um, going on here. I haven't really developed it all yet with, and some people do it with hypnosis. Like you go through the speaking points and then all of a sudden like you're just tapping on your chest for a while, but then you're going deep into like inner child quantum healing mm -hmm. and like reprogramming and meeting and integrating that part of yourself mm. while tapping or through the tapping process and then add a little breath work. Mm. So many like ways that we customized yeah and like that we can be our own healer we don't have to go outside of ourselves to go seek anything else like we really have all of the yeah. tools within already and it, that's such a beautiful reflection and like I feel that this is a really cool time to kind of go into my light language um Experience. or no yeah not light language well it was mixed. The quantum yes, journey yes. into <laughs> shadowland yeah um but that like I don't do you have anything else to say about like the Gemini or any like season I mean you literally gave us so much fucking value you thank you so much no <laughs> you Gemini'd the shit out of us I Gemini'd <laughs> the shit out of Gemini <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, I, I really think it's like, it feels complete to me too. It feels so good to just have all of that. And you didn't like, I needed, of course I'm a Gemini. So I'll say this. I needed all of that information to know. Um, but I think a lot of other people did too, because, um, you know, just be, just because your sun, moon or rising again, aren't like necessarily Gemini because we are in this season you are going to be feeling these things as well um so it's it's just cool important to know so thank you yeah yeah and um yeah I would love to tell everyone about my little trip that I had yesterday yeah um Elisa shared with me a shadow can shadow alchemy journey correct yeah, it's, I, it was a meditation journey I made, a quantum healing journey meditation I made. And it's specific to integrating, meeting and integrating and healing 
a shadow aspect or shadow part of your soul. It's kind of like soul retrieval um, and not being disassociated anymore from our shadow selves. And for myself, I, it was a, it's based off what I told you when I, um, in the second part of our episode where you brought up failure and doubt for myself. And like, it's based on that, that journey I had. So I recorded a journeying process for other people to go through on top of a light song meditation I created as well. So you get basically hypnotic quantum healing and uh, light song transmissions. Um, and so this is Emily's journey of what she met in the shadow world, basically. Oh my God. I mean, it was next level and I'm tapping on my heart to open up this space <laughs> to really like deepen into my body so that I can like come back into a remembrance because it wasn't the first time, even though in this lifetime, it physically was me seeing this for the first time. I know I haven't been to the place that I journeyed for the first time. That makes sense to you. Like you brought me back to um, a place where that has always been available to me in this lifetime and past lifetimes where mm-hmm. it's like, and I'll, I'll explain this more, but like that's always where I can go find my shadows. Um, and it's, it's like a safer, it, it didn't seem scary. It didn't seem like, yeah. oh, there's so many shadows around you. Like, you know, it was like, no, like this is like, it's a separate place that you know where to go. Um, mm-hmm. it was really cool. So how I can start this is we were talking about breath work earlier. So the whole journey experience starts with Elisa literally like, talking you and like it feels like you're holding my hand and like breathing with me almost like you're like hands are like on my shoulders just like holding me and like it's this beautiful breath flow with this music in the back that is just like dropping me into like a fucking trance at one point then I started to feel my body like go back and forth um Mm -hmm. kind of I don't like the pendulum it's a rocking yeah Yeah. that's what I get that too yeah so go back and forth and I was like okay well this is different I've really never experienced this before but I also know that this is a full body like fuck yes we know where we're going right now like I felt that and I got tingled yeah it's like and I'm rocking right now like getting back into like the feelings of it and like then after it felt like like the whole thing was like 30 minutes right it felt like 30 minutes of you so beautifully just like sinking me into my body and like breathing and just like talking through and everything that you were saying dropped me into this place where you finally were like um imagine a path correct Mm -hmm. so yeah imagine a path and I did this one time where I wasn't I was like fucking exhausted. So I like fell asleep. So the first time I did this, it was like, all I saw was a dirt path and it was like, okay, that's all I need to see, whatever. And like, I saw a protective shield go around me as I was like going through, but it wasn't as potent as when I like actually dropped in this next time. 
So now this next time the dirt path came up right away again. And I'm like, okay, like, that's cool. I've seen that before. But then like, (laughs) I kid you the fuck not as I'm like deepening in and I'm like in my fucking body and like feeling this and like rocking, like I see like the galaxy, like the cosmos just like around me. And it's like this dirt path that's like going up, like into the cosmos even more. And it's just like all of this, like the stars and like the Milky Way and all of like the beautiful, just like colors that you see in space and I'm like whoa where the fuck am I but I'm like I trust this I trust this and like this is like coming up and like this path is like leading to like a big portal like a portal that I've seen before that's like me I think I maybe explained it on my light language song like that portal that invites me almost into my heaven on earth into like this is like almost like Lumeria vibes like this is yeah a A huge stargate yes (laughs) so that was like big and present like at the top however you and even before you said like find like your cave which is like your shadow like going further into the shadow journey like there's a cave to find like I saw this huge portal and again before you said anything about like find that little black cave or whatever myself was walking like down to the left side on like this other path that was leading to like this little black hole and then you're like so find your cave and I'm like what the fuck okay here we are this is my <laughs> cave. and so I'm like okay like I'm so safe like if this shadow like cave shadow portal is in this like beautiful almost like great void land right because I wasn't necessarily in that big stargate portal yet it was like yeah that like that that quantum land like what's happening and yeah. like, like you I can felt, go up to any like yes like, black holes like, yes yes whoa. and I felt so safe so so safe and like me visually you were like um picture yourself maybe you don't even look like yourself I didn't really look like myself I looked more like a Lumerian version of like like a being like um I can't even explain it like I Mm -hmm. it, it just really wasn't me but it was me um so then traveling down into my cave and I remember the path like it and it like really did get fucking oh my orb that's what I was forgetting so um at the beginning of the cave Elisa is like so there's like a light there um you know whatever it feels like to you maybe it's an orb maybe it's like I don't know what there was so many different options some some form of light source for yeah and there's so many different like it was just so many beautiful options of safety of that light and so for me at that point it really was like that ball of like of light um I'm trying to think because at one point it kind of switched over but yeah so at that point it was a ball of light that I took into me into the cave and it was like this ball of light was just like illuminating you know everything um although there was it was like a cavern it wasn't a cave it was Mm -hmm. like you were just going deeper and deeper and deeper into a cavern and so everything was pitch black and it was like I could see that I was like on it wasn't a dirt path it was almost like a staircase now and it was like there was no railing and if I like fell off I would just like fall the fuck off and like just float into nothingness and at that point I had the realization I was like okay, so what if you fell off? Like, do you trust the nothingness? And I was like, oh, 
fuck do I trust the nothingness so that was my first like huge realization I'm like yeah like I feel safe like I trust this I trust I trust not knowing I trust not knowing I'm open to receiving and going further and so that was really big for me and so at one point then it was like you were saying the that there was like water correct yeah so now I'm coming deeper and deeper um and that like the path the staircase I'm on like leads into this like dark water um but it was safe. It was so warm. Um, I put my orb on the side, uh, like you said, like you told me to. I put my orb on the side of the water um, and just dove in and just like kept swimming under. And it was um, at that point, that was like my Lumerian. I'm like, well, of course, I'm a fucking like mermaid. Of course, I can be underwater. Of course, I can do this. Of course, I can be on land and be under and like all of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just going deeper and deeper into like the murkier waters. Like I started to see like, I mean, for me, it was like this like huge, like big like kelp and just like, ugh, like you have to like really yeah. go through it. Um, and then I started to come up to like, it was like a swamp area, like this new, like, this is like the deeper part of the cavern, which is like shadow land to me. This was like, whoa, okay, this is like shadow land. And have you, of course, you've seen SpongeBob, right? Yeah. And you know, when they take the time machine all the way back to like the caveman and like, they're like in, (laughs) I don't know. It's like, it's like, I literally felt like I was like in this like prehistoric, like um swampy time um <laughs> i'm just picturing where yoda lives in star wars <laughs> i mean i can't even say i know where yoda lives in star wars no okay sorry sidetrack <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about that after but primordial, like okay you're in this primordial yes space exactly and it's just like so like it's just, I'm just like very unfamiliar with it and it feels weird and it feels just like, uh, but you keep talking and I keep, I get out of the water and I start to walk around the land. And, um, I don't remember if you said grab a light again. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. So at this fucking point, that light that I had was like, golden light but it ended up being a dress like I wore this like golden gown and was like yes it was like so like so powerful for me to see this and like it was like me wearing like this flowy golden gown and like as Lisa was talking and still guiding me down further and further into like meeting my shadow it was like I was just like this radiant goddess like walking like through this like dark like murky land and like everything I passed started to like light up. It didn't matter. Like it came back to life. Yeah. It came back to life almost. And then I got to the end where I like met and Elisa was talking, getting me deeper into like, okay, let's meet your shadow. And so at this point, again, I'm like flowing in this beautiful dress and my shadow, the first thing that came through was like doubt. Um, the shadow of, um, well, actually, I guess intentionally you asked us like way in the beginning, like, what are you calling upon? What shadow? And for me, like what has been coming up is like this up level just in my life, in my business, like going from like, like leader, like, yes, but to like boss ass bitch CEO status. Like, let's like really, you know, like that, just that next level. And so I'm like, 
well, I'm like doubting myself. I'm really scared of like that I can't do it, that I won't be able to like vibe at this next level, that like how am I, you know, going to do it? So my shadow that was down there was doubt. And it was like, how can I explain her? She was my little girl. She was my little girl. And all of the things that came through were like all of the times that I've doubted myself, all of the times that people told me that I couldn't, all of the times I told myself that I can't, all of the times that I didn't follow through with things, all of like all of the things that stopped me and created that loop of doubt because there is no, like what came through, it's like, I was the only one stopping myself because like all of these outside things, you know, like there's nothing to doubt and excuse me. So how I was able to alchemize that was like, I had like this golden wand that extended from my dress. And I asked her, I was like, I didn't even ask actually, I kind of cast this like circle like this golden Mm -hmm. circle around her and she like started to like come out of this hunched position and it was just like what is this you know and like this circle then I walked into this golden circle with her Mm -hmm. and I just started a conversation and kind of started talking I can't even remember what it was but it was basically like me letting her know and finally like embracing her and like in this like safe golden like circle together, like, you know, like alchemizing doubt. It's not, it's, it's, there's nothing to doubt. It's just all of those times that like you stopped because you didn't think you could, but like, you're not at that point anymore. You've proved the fuck out of yourself that you are not there anymore. And that's, you know, just a story that's ready to be rewritten. And so it was like, I was able to hug her and like she like was engulfed with that golden light and you know actually it was like I was um at one point I was like you said like rubbing on the heart mm-hmm. or rubbing on the back I was rubbing and like nurturing her with that like just like my light and it felt so good and you know of course I thought that was going to be it but I think at one point you're like is there anything else down there you want to meet and like money and so it was like okay here's money like what is why is money down here like I've always like I know my like logically or I, I should say uh how am I trying to say this I've like known my money blocks and I've worked through my money blocks. And so what I met down there was like, it wasn't any of those blocks before. (laughs) What Mm -hmm. came through was um, you, it's like this deeper rooted shadow around feeling like guilty and like shameful for expressing like, my gifts and like what I want to fucking do to make money and like Mm -hmm. make the money I want because no women in my family like especially in this lifetime are doing that or have done that and they're what came through like heavily and like no judgment all in love was just like you know there was never necessarily a choice or like there was just not that there was just something there that like stopped them or there wasn't this choice and I'm like really rewriting all of this which is why like coming forward and just like it's I don't know like my I can go right to what my like uh parents or like even my stepmom it's like like tarot cards like pulling cards that's like real you know like stuff like that yeah yeah, it's fucking real like I get to do this like I get to have fun and it's um 
and it makes sense why for like the first couple years out of college, it was like, well, you need to get this job. You need to get that job. And you need I to get a real job. So fucking rebellious. And it's, yeah. you know, like that wounding around, like all of that. So that was a lot to say, but that was literally my fucking like journey. And like the golden light that it was with the doubt, instead it was a green like sparkly light that I was able to alchemize that with it was like the energy of money was like with me um so that was pretty cool um how did they merge together with you it was kind of like how do you mean like there's the integration so you alchemized and healed and then like how did like seal up for the money or you them. so it was like <clears throat> so now <laughs> I go right into my brain I'm like did I do all of this right no of course I did so like <laughs> let's not trip up Emily so how this like ended it was kind of like like um just engulfed in like those sparkles almost yeah and it was just they weren't they, I can't even explain it. They, they just weren't there anymore. It was like they were- They just dissolved away. Yeah. It was like, there wasn't any of that lower vibrational like shadow like in there anymore, but I can't yeah. like necessarily tell you like what happened. Um, yeah. They just kind of like dissipated. Yeah. Dissipated, but like were like dissipated in like my sparkles. In the sparkles. Yeah. I've seen that in one of my shadow ones journeys yeah. too. Like they just kind of like like in a movie, like all of a sudden there's just sparkles, like, bye-bye. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like when a ghost goes to the other side, sometimes they just all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I guess like that was more with the money. I guess my little girl like kind of came more of a part of me. Like whenever yeah. I go back anytime and like do inner child healing, it's like reclaiming pieces of me that like were just lost, yeah. and, like hurt. So that felt good. Um, but Soul you- retrieval. <laughs> yeah and like right after I texted Elisa I'm like I'm tripping balls on my own magic I like literally saw myself like <laughs> in this like golden like dress it was just like so crazy because I it was like a deeper integration a deeper knowing like understanding like this all comes from me nothing mm-hmm. outside of me like honestly I don't know if I can experience anything like this you know like um yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. I love hearing this. Or like, is this shit real? <laughs> like, it feels yeah. real in the moment when you do it yourself. And so, like, this is one of the first whole journeys I made for people um, to try out. And sh- and Emily was the first to try out the shadow journey. And I made a witch journey one for you to I, try next time. I know that's when, you, when your body's me. ready. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so funny. You sent me that shadow one, of course, at the, like the most necessary time I needed it. But like, and I'm sure you can attest to this, um, just how much like is coming up and how much healing, like to really give ourselves the space we need. Cause right away I was like, Oh, I want to do the shadow, like alchemy journey. It will be so good for me to like really like clear everything out. But like, no like I it was like I needed my time to like kind of process some things and then it was the perfect time to do that so yeah I guess that wanted to come through because 
you know, give yourself fucking permission to like take your time to like be in your process to like whatever that is for you. It's so unique to everybody. So unique to everybody. Yeah. And we want to like fix our healing so bad. I know I get this way. I'm like, I'm going to do this and this and this and I'll be healed. (laughs) Let me just put this on my to-do list and uh, it doesn't always work that way. And it can be frustrating for us perfectionists yeah. <laughs> or to-do listers. Oh my like, God. Why can't I follow my protocol? Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't always happen that way. And that's what also I'm loving about these quantum journeys is that it's also a way to like bypass, like you, oh, this is a theme that's been coming up for me too. Like spirituality and healing doesn't have to be work. Mm. Like it doesn't have to be such an effort and hard Mm-hmm. like just even meeting this part of yourself in integrating them in your imagination in your subconscious in the quantum akashic realms which mm-hmm. is what it all really is mm-hmm. is like the healing we need mm-hmm. and it can be that fast within a 30 to 45 minute time you know and like allowing the space to integrate of course but you know it doesn't I, it's not like i have to fix and force myself so hard to be <laughs> healed yeah, and I have to dive so hard deep into my shadows and like mm. force and grind yourself into it. I had a journey with a, a program vibration that a, a program I'm creating, Unleash Your Inner Mystic. And I went into a journey to understand the vibration of this. And at one point, like it's really shadowy. It's really dark. It's almost like the dark moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, cause like one, uh, the, the guide that came forward is this little fairy, silvery little fairy named Luna. So I'm like, there's something lunar here, obviously. But the world and the waters I was around is all like black and dark. But then there was like, when I noticed, and I was trying to dive deep into the shadow waters, right? These dark, murky waters. I'm like forcing myself down under the waters. And all of a sudden, like I buoy, buoy up and I'm just floating there. And I'm like, I was like, I don't have to dive deep or like, force myself to go I just have to surrender and float and be Mm. and then all of a sudden I see glimmers of like glittery like starlight basically in the water golden like glimmers and also in the stars above like when it's a dark moon or a new moon it felt more like a dark moon right before the new moon Mm. kind of energy and so it's like you don't have to force yourself it's just finally let go and surrender float Mm. and then all the glimmers the golden shadow like there was a lot of things with that the golden shadow the the light from the darkness will then come forward if you don't push yourself or work so hard. Like, and the Capricorns love to work. Mm. <laughs> uh, Capricorns, my, like, that's a story. I'm like, oh, I don't. And with spirituality too, like, or even just doing subconscious stuff, like reprogramming. Like, does it have to be the story? Like, it has to be hard, or money or success has to be hard, mm. uh, and I have to push and earn it versus just be and float and surrender into it, and like it will come. Mm. and also then later on like the fairy bippity boppity booed me and like i got this badass like like black <laughs> queen of the night gown like mm. <laughs> damn like gl- black glitter and glam and crystals all over i'm like dude yeah, very queen of the night and like slightly similar like very different but like how dark both of our lands were and then like glitter and the golden like the golden glimmer hmm. the golden shadow hmm. to, uh, what's his face that psychology guy oh shoot i can't remember <laughs> no uh, i know i know these things i just can't bring it out in the file cabinets in my brain 
too many oh Gemini God, cabinets. Golden shadow. Um, this is one of her 10 tabs, everybody. <laughs> now 11. <laughs> I can't remember. He's a big Jung. Uh, Jung, Jung, Jung. Um, the psychology guy. <laughs> the archetypal psychology dude. I mean, uh, you got me. Carl Jung. Carl, Carl Jung. I was going to say Carl, and I'm like, I don't want to be wrong. Carl. I'm like, C. See you. No, it's not see you. <laughs> Carl Jung, Carl Jung, however you want to pronounce it dramatically. Uh, yeah, he, one of his uh, things that he talked about was the golden shadow, like the hidden talents and uh, the hidden growth opportunities in the dark spaces that we have in mm. the shadow realms, right? And reclaiming the, the those parts of ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what, anyway, that's, but that's what's also doing the shadow work that you just did is like you're you literally have a golden shadow of like abundance mm. and beauty and light and fertility and like goddess dress on mm. and, uh, bringing golden light to the shadow lands and shadow yeah. realms cool yeah but you should get a dress that symbolizes that for yourself i think i need to i'm definitely coming into um new clothes also here how soon. leo would that be it would be, I'm, and then like I need to have a photo shoot that's very all of that <laughs> allow that Leo fab to come out yes <laughs> I love it I love you like we could sit here and talk forever I um however I feel like are we I feel like we're like running into your next call um not yet but oh okay good I, we probably have a lot of content for yeah you guys thank you for listening to us thank you for just like jamming out with us i know everyone's enjoying this though because i got really great feedback from our last episode so um you know like we could sit on here for three we'll be on here there'll be another time for us to (laughs) jam out two gemini's having coffee literally literally. (laughs) except I like took a sip and I'm like okay uh, my heart's already like I don't need anymore (laughs) yeah I had to switch to decaf like uh, about a year almost a year ago interesting last October I switched to decaf because I was getting heart flutters and palpitations and immediately like and eye twitches (laughs) and immediately when I switched to decaf the heart particularly palpitations stopped so that might be something to consider or like switching like uh do you remember ayurveda side note and tangent for everyone but this is helpful for gemini information um <laughs> is like dandelion or chicory root coffee right. like as a re- replacement or you can like sub in with coffee grounds mm-hmm. um danda i'm looking at that dandelion <laughs> coffee um and it's also acid free it's um yeah, dandelion dark roast, like Ticino, Ticino, T E, maybe to Ticino, Ticino brand. You can get it at Whole Foods or like Sprouts or something, depending on where you are in the country. Uh, Ticino, dandelion dark roast or gold coffee. There's also chicory root, depending on if you're gluten free or paleo or whatever you are. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's, there are off brands, but I've been doing that too, uh, buying that as well. Hmm. I'm making latte, oat milk lattes with that. So that can be a helpful practical tool for us uh, in Gemini season to, if you're particularly needing to lower the stimulants in your wellness. There's your Hygieia <laughs> aspect of this retrograde season. 
holistic your holistic health. health. Yes. Um, yes. If you want more holistic health stuff, um, I'll be posting in the next couple of days, depending on when this is released. But uh, more Gemini self care stuff Perfect. on my Instagram right Perfect. now. Well, I will make sure that your gram is linked in the show notes because this baby's going right out tomorrow. We're not waiting. I'm okay, good. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Everyone will get this magic um, all in the energy of what's going down right now. So um, yeah, thank you so freaking much for getting on here, sharing all of your information with us. Um, I know I enjoyed taking in more information and sharing my story (laughs) and listening to your story. and just jamming out with you, sister. Always such a great time. Yes, this has been so delightful. Love you, darling. Love you too. And sending everyone else out there, whoever is listening, so much love. Mm, maybe we can take one last deep breath together. Maybe a deep inhale in through our nose. Full exhale out of your mouth. Slowing down receiving all of the information that was just expressed, shared. And um, yeah, have a beautiful rest of your day. Fill your cup family until next time.